0: Good morning, it is Tuesday, October 10th. It is seven minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I know you're very excited about this. President Biden will address the nation today after the unprecedented terror attacks carried out by Hamas and Israel. Violence continues in the region. Biden's remarks are slated for 1 p.m. today. It's on the heels of what the Pentagon has dubbed ISIS-level savagery in Israel. Oh, okay, okay.
2: But he quit at noon yesterday, Casey.
0: Yep, he put a lid on it early, didn't he? This is,
2: so what was it? Was it Sunday was the day, or was it Saturday the day, where uh, this stuff is happening and he's having some sort of shindig at the mm-hmm. at the White House, some barbecue. Yep. And then comes out yesterday and is like, yeah, I'm done at noon.
0: Okay, so it started on Friday night. We didn't hear from him. He woke up early in 7.30, he said. <laughs> His words. Started, yeah, started working. Didn't hear from him the rest of the day on Saturday. Nothing on Sunday. Nothing on Monday. Tuesday, four days in.
2: But is it really any different? I mean, they did the similar thing with the train wreck in Palis- uh, New Palestine mm-hmm. and then they did the uh, the uh, the stuff with the uh, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I mean the natural disaster there. The guy is just a I mean a complete train wreck and you have literally the Middle East turning into a powder keg. Who knows where this is gonna lead? And I don't seem that lightly or trying to be a hey, shock jock radio. I mean, you have no idea where this thing is going day to day at this point. Mm-hmm. And you've got the president of the United States taking four days to officially address the nation.
0: On the topic. Well, and there's been Americans who have lost their lives. They have hostages. Don't know if any of those hostages are Americans and what the plan is. You know, they're crafting his remarks very carefully. However, it doesn't matter because whatever speech he's given, he'll mess it up. And then will he take questions afterwards?
2: And let's just remove ourselves from that, hey, there's an international terrorist incident with one of our closest allies in the world. Let's just remove that from the equation. Let's assume it's a day-to-day operation of the president. Why is the president quitting at noon?
0: Yeah, why is he putting a lid on the day? That early? I mean, shouldn't... He's got nothing else to do? uh, He's got to go pack his suitcase to go sit on a beach, probably.
2: uh, I am just amazed. And they don't, they're not ashamed of it. They don't. They don't hide it. They're Mm -hmm. just like, hey, he's done at noon today. Yeah. Good luck.
0: Yeah. But you know who was speaking? The prime minister of Israel. Yeah, Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu.
2: Yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu came out yesterday. It was kind of his, uh, you know, obviously not his first remarks on it, but in a very official, hey, suit buttoned up type Mm -hmm. capacity here. And I got to look, the women and I used to talk about this all the time during this time slot. We love his voice. He would have been a great Uh, radio broadcaster. Uh, I'm sure glad he didn't apply for the 9 to Noon show here on WIBC uh, because his voice is phenomenal and he ain't messing around. Go.
1: Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Once the Jewish people were stateless. Once the Jewish people were defenseless. No longer. No longer. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. The savage attacks that Hamas perpetrated against innocent Israelis are mind-boggling. Slaughtering families in their homes, massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children and elderly, even Holocaust survivals. Hamas terrorists bound, burned and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. And just as the forces of civilizations united to defeat ISIS, the forces of civilization must support Israel in defeating Hamas.
0: Okay, so the IDF said airstrikes targeted some 200 targets last night, fewer than the night before. But it's very clear uh, these missiles, they're just the opening salvo of what Israel has promised to be a devastating blow against Hamas.
2: All right. And this is what these terrorists do. And it's happened for a long time. This is why yesterday I said the number one thing the U.S. could do if they actually want to solve this issue is not how much more money can we spend? Because that's, of course, the, you know, the immediate uh we must give them a gajillion. It's not a money issue. It is absolutely 100% not a money issue. It is get out of Israel's way. Stop trying to be a peace mediator. Stop trying to be daddy and telling little junior what to do. Just say, you guys go. We'll back you whatever you do. We'll be behind you. Mm-hmm. Just eradicate yourself from this problem. Because what these terrorists do, they will kill innocents, which is what they did. They will take hostages of innocent people, which they did. This is the, what they did the other on friday night saturday morning was not with the israeli military this was they were killing innocent people by design they will do that and then when you come back for them they're going to hide in buildings where children are and women are and they're going to go oh can't 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 shoot us here well israel has said doesn't matter this time Every, you're going down you're yelling timber mm-hmm. and now hamas has come out and said that they will start executing hostages If Israel
1: retaliate, it retaliates. To put an end to this, from this moment on, we announce that any targeting of innocent civilians without warning will be met, regretfully to say, by executing one of the hostages in our custody. And we will be forced to broadcast this execution.
2: So not only are going to kill them, we're going to mm-hmm. kill them for everybody to see because, yeah. well, that's how we roll with Hamas.
0: And you know what? We played that audio just to inform everybody. I don't like playing that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to put their message out there anymore.
2: No, like, but, pe- but people need to know. What, what, right. Because the problem here, and it is, this has been the problem for 50 years now, has been this, this naive... Uh, way of thinking from these politicians in this country that we can broker peace. You can't broker peace with that. Those people are not interested in peace. They're not interested in co coexisting. They're not interested in living side by side. They're interested in killing as many Jews and Christians in this case as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. They're lunatics. They're deranged lunatics, Casey. Yeah.
0: And to call them animals is actually an insult to animals.
2: Now, uh, and we're and I and I don't say this lightly. You know, we joke about how I don't travel, right? I mean, we I don't fly. I don't. Mm-hmm. I very rarely travel. I and we have chuckled about how I refuse to leave the continental United States. This is why, Casey. Yeah. And and I don't say this lightly. And we're gonna have Micah on coming up at nine thirty. He was just there, yeah. Not that long ago, where this stuff is taking place, and at the time. I can't remember, I think you were here Mm -hmm. when when he made that trip. I told him, I said, Mikey, on air, you need to be very careful. He said, oh, it'll be fine, and I'm going to be curious to see if he feels differently about it now, because literally, these spots are where he was. This is why I don't international travel, because once you leave, you lose all the rights and liberties and freedoms, and one of the things about... Uh, Israelis is they do not have a constitutional right to carry firearms. This is a big reason that a lot of this happened. These these terrorists knew you're gonna have, once you get past the military defense forces or if they're asleep on the job or whatever like happened here, you just got a bunch of sitting ducks.
0: Yeah, so my brother and sister-in-law were just there as well. And they took a tour and it was a guided tour and she was holding up a map and she was saying, we're gonna be going over here, we're going here. And they looked at each other and realized at one point, Oh, that's in Gaza. Yeah. They crossed the border without even realizing it. I I texted him just the other night and said, oh, I'm so glad that that trip was a while ago and not today. Uh, So
2: Trump went to Truth Social Media, and he is uh, laying all sorts of blame for this at the feet of Biden and Obama. It's interesting. He is now going after Obama hardcore, even though Biden is his presumed opponent. Um, But he has really started to take aim at Obama, especially in a lot of this stuff. Uh, Would you like a dramatic reading? I would, please. All right, let's do it. The same people that raided Israel are pouring into our once beautiful USA through our totally open southern border at record numbers. They are planning an attack. Oh, are they planning an attack within our country? Crooked Joe Biden and his boss, Barack Hussein Obama, did this to us! Mm -hmm. Exclamation point.
0: Yeah. He's not wrong. That's a big concern for a lot of people as the border's been open and we have all of these uh, immigrants coming in not knowing where they're from, what their intention is. Are they creating sleeper cells across the country? I mean, it's... it's it's scary and frightening to think about.
2: All right. So speaking of that, when we come back, uh, we will play you audio, and this is very, very concerning from Biden spokespeople, State Department spokespeople, basically saying we have no idea how many people are gone, how many people are missing, who's, uh, who, what Americans are held hostage. Like I'm looking at this case and going, we pay all of this money for mm-hmm. intelligence and mm-hmm. defense, and then you've got these idiots going on television going, yeah, there's probably a bunch, and yeah, how many? Don't know. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 22 Minutes After 9 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Indiana's Governor Eric Holcomb has ordered flags to be lowered at half staff statewide to honor the lives lost in Israel. He has asked for businesses and residents to do that until Sunday, October 15th. Of course, Israel has formally declared war on Hamas, setting the stage for a very large military operation. Saturday, the deadliest day in decades for Israel. And now you have tanks and personal carriers, on the move near the Israel-Gaza border. And President Trump asked people last night how anybody who loves Israel can vote for Democrats. He's been ripping on Joe Biden's foreign policy uh, amid the uh, retaliation that Israel is putting forth against Hamas.
2: The biggest thing in this, though, is the utter incompetence from our government. We spend hundreds of billions of dollars every single year on intelligence related activities and then these things happen mm-hmm. and they just look at you and go oh i don't know mm-hmm. no one saw it coming well then w- what are what are we doing like if no one saw this coming it's not like you know they had to spend 30 years in a desert to get where they needed to go. It's right next to Israel. They know these people are there at any given time. They know they hate them. They know they want to kill them. They know they want to obliterate them. What sort of operation is Hamas running that they can totally outflank not only Israeli intelligence, but also ours? What are Where is all of our money going?
0: And that's quite a failure of the Iron Dome.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> yesterday, these suits talking heads went out and were trying to put on a brave face had admitted that not only did they not know this was going to happen but then they admitted yeah we don't know how many americans are host- taken hostage we don't know how many are dead this listen to this this is matt miller he's a state D- department
3: uh, spokesperson can you tell us what more you know about the americans that have been killed so far So, I'll start with yes. I can confirm that nine Americans, unfortunately, have lost their lives as a result of these uh, horrific attacks in in the region. We are in close contact with the uh, government of Israel as they continue to conduct security operations to to locate uh, missing U.S. citizens, missing uh, Israeli citizens. And we are, of course, in in, uh, close contact with the families of these nine uh, deceased Americans and offering them any consular assistance that we can provide. Does the U.S. have any sense of how many American citizens or dual citizens are missing at this point? It's very hard to say. It's a number that moves all the time as the uh, uh, Israeli military continues to conduct military operations. There are missing Americans who are unaccounted for. Uh, We continue to work. Some of them will be located. We suspect some of them uh, may unfortunately turn out to be deceased, but we will work uh, on that with the government of Israel in the coming days. And is there any information available as to whether or not any of them have been taken hostage? Uh, We cannot confirm that at this point. There are reports uh, of that, but there are Americans who are unaccounted for. And our first priority is to locate those Americans, uh, find out what their status is uh, in the coming hours and days. Your tax dollars at work, Casey.
0: Yeah, of course, we now know that that number is up to nine or 11 Americans, but an unaccounted for number who could possibly be held hostage. Now there are bounties on their heads.
2: Uh, Yes, and just in case you think, well, this guy totally misspoke. They know a lot more than they're telling us. Uh, John Kirby, who is the Biden spokesperson, Mm -hmm. confirms, yeah, no idea.
0: So we know that there are nine Americans who lost their lives in this Hamas attack in Israel. And we also understand that there are currently Americans being held hostage, correct? How many Americans are being
4: held hostage at this hour, John? The truth is we don't know, Martha. I mean, certainly we've seen those reports, but we were not able to independently verify that Americans are indeed among the hostages. Now look, we have to accept the very grim possibility and the likelihood that there are Americans being held hostage we're in constant touch with israeli officials right now to try to get a sense of the whereabouts of all the unaccounted for uh, uh, americans because they, they who knows where they are or what condition they're in we want to make sure we uh, we get more
0: more detailed information on that sounds a lot like what they said right after the botched afghanistan yep. withdrawal biden, we sure, don't know sure we're looking doesn't. into it i mean they've completely lost credibility
2: will biden be checking his watch when these people come home too
0: it's disgusting, right? Ted Cruz put out this this morning. He said you can thank Joe Biden and the Democrats for rockets flying into Israel. He sent a letter with 17 Republican senators calling on Joe Biden not to send tax dollars to Gaza. Yeah, He said 145 House Democrats disagreed and urged the funds to go through.
2: All right, when we come back, Mike is going to join us. He was, he was right where this stuff was taking place. It was not all that long ago, and so we're going to kind of get a lay of the land from him. We'll find out what it was like there when he was there and a whole bunch more
0: all right it's coming up with kendall and casey on 93 wibc Casey, yeah,
2: you're independently wealthy. I wish. And as such, you probably know exactly how much money you have saved in that just fabulously big IRA or 401k. Yeah. But the most important <laughs> thing is, do you know how much money you're going to owe in taxes in retirement? No. Because that's the most important number you need to know. Otherwise, even though you've got a gajillion dollars like you, <laughs> you have no idea how much money you actually have.
0: Good morning. It's Kendall and Casey, and you can- you can learn how much money you'll owe in taxes with your IRA and 401k if you go to SaveTaxesWithBill.com. That's SaveTaxesWithBill.com. All you have to do, input a few numbers, and you'll instantly see how much money you'll owe in taxes when you retire. Plus, you'll see how much you could potentially save if you take advantage of some simple tax planning strategies now.
2: Yeah, it's from our good friend Bill Demery right here in Indy. Don't give the government a nickel more in taxes than you have to learn how much money you could save in taxes when you retire, just go to SavetaxesWithBill.com That's SavetaxesWithBill.com Trucker
4: gears is engine down Says
1: climb on up the I'm highway bound Dashboard picture
2: three wivc it is the kendall and casey show i'm rob casey's here let's go to the WIBC hotline joining us all the way from california today he is the last great hope for the state of indiana
5: pastor michael beckwith all right beckwith what in the world
2: are you doing in beautiful california
5: oh man it's uh it's awesome out here obviously outside of the politics the scenery is beautiful we're out at pebble beach uh there's a fundraiser for project rescue. And we, uh, you know, we at life church, we, we support project rescue. And they, they have uh, an anonymous donor that basically gets their big fundraisers together. And we come out here and last year we raised about $4 million and we'll have the banquet tomorrow night. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. I mean, we're just, we're setting women and children who are caught in sex trafficking free and they, they do great work all around the world. So, You've heard us talk about Project Rescue on the show before, and I'm actually wearing my I Love Rob Kendall (laughs) shirt as we speak in California, and all of the proceeds go to... Uh, Project Rescue. So uh, get yours today at Hammer and Nigel. Yes. Yes.
2: Store store.hammerandnigel.com, store.hammer and nigel.com. All my portion of the proceeds will indeed go to Project Rescue, which goes to fight human uh sex trafficking. Uh real quick before we get to the topics of the day, I did see your boss, Nathan Peternell, the lead pastor there at Life Church it was like he was like glenn close the rabbit on the on the stove i will not be ignored dan he was following tiger woods around a golf course somewhere that uh i love nathan that was not the best of looks though
5: that's funny well we were we were playing the little uh executive course that they have in the in the pebble beach complex area and tiger woods is out here with his son they were playing a, a a little tournament tiger's got a non-profit called youth on course and and it was just him. i mean he had a backwards camo hat on, you know, basketball shorts. I mean, he was totally just, you know, hitting a few with his son and a couple other people. And they were walking up one of the holes. And and I I told Nathan and and Christine and Susan, uh, I said, hey, look, there's Tiger right there. And, and, you know, his eyes got big. And I was just, I just stayed on the putting green. I was like, I don't have time to go over and see Tiger. I got to work on my game. We're playing Pebble Beach, all right? I got to, I don't want to be embarrassed. And then last thing, I, I, I look over Nathan's gone. And he's like basically right up next tiger taking a picture and i'm like oh my gosh nathan what are you doing like like let the guy play golf with his son and
2: yeah this is not like the it is the at&t pebble beach program where hey i'm here in my official capacity as a golf professional take photos of me he's out having a nice round with his son and and nathan Nathan is like weird guy looking through a window
5: and he was wearing a Life church shirt uh at at as he was doing all of that, I was like, "Oh man, this isn't looking good for Life Church." This is, you know, it's like, "Hey, I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't know who he is." Uh, security, security. <laughs> so, did I hear
2: you right? You get to actually play Pebble Beach?
5: Yeah. So we're uh, we're playing uh, Spyglass today. We're playing Pebble Beach tomorrow. So. Uh, yeah it's it's awesome I mean it's just it's amazing well, that thanks yeah. for the invite we appreciate that it's very nice of you you had to work listen what you do is too important to yes. pull you away from that <laughs> microphone because If you don't save this republic, then there will be no Pebble Beach. So you've got to do your job. Thank you.
2: Um, Okay, so let's get to, obviously, Israel. That is very near and dear to your heart. Can you explain from a biblical perspective why Israel remains important to this day? We'll get, obviously, to the political side of it. But from a biblical perspective, um, because, look, the, the Jews and Christians are obviously very different. They believe very different things. But what is that alliance about and why does that remain so important?
5: Well, I think the Jewish people have always been under attack because the devil knows that God's Savior, the Savior of the universe, Jesus Christ, came through the Jewish lineage. And there's always been a special place in in God's heart for the Jewish people. And and as a Christian, even though I'm not Jewish— the Christians should have the utmost respect for the Jewish people, for the Jewish uh, culture, because God chose to use that people group to bring Jesus Christ to the world. And so, so there's always, there's always going to be an assault on the Jewish people because the devil hates the Jewish people. Every time he sees Judaism, he sees God's answer to, to depravity and God's salvation. And so, so this, is why, this is why the Jewish people will always be under attack. And, and it, it breaks my heart, and we as Americans should stand with them, and as Christians we should stand with them, uh, from a geopolitical perspective, the the modern day Israeli state is is one of our greatest allies in the world, and and definitely in the Middle East. And so we need to we need to stand with them from an American perspective. I was over there with APAC in, um, in in December of last year, and I mean the Jewish people are just some of the most incredible people on the face of the earth. And 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 honestly, right now I think what you're seeing. You're seeing what happens when you appease evil. When you try to pet a demon, it's always going to come back and bite you. And what Israel has done – They've tried to extend an olive branch to very evil people, to Hamas, to Iran. They don't want war. They want to live in peace. But evil people don't want peace. They want to create ha- havoc and chaos. And I mean it's the same it's almost the same concept like like a Ryan Mears concept of the prosecutor and in, in in Marion County, where it's like, hey, we want to we're gonna let all these bad guys out on the street. We're going to give them an olive branch. We're going to say, hey, please don't do this. Like, we, we want you guys to have a successful life. We want to coexist with you. Well, what happens? Well, when evil people get set free, they do evil things. And you either have to deal with the evil or it's just going to keep happening. And so I think what Israel is finally saying is, We've got to destroy Hamas. We've got, they can't give Gaza over to Hamas. They've, Gaza has been in Hamas' control since 2007, and, and it's been a terrorist breeding ground, and now it's come back to bite them. And I think they're waking up and they're saying, okay, we have to go kill these terrorists. And this is the only way you deal with evil people. You have to kill them. And you kill them quickly, you end them, you put an end to it, and you let every, everyone else know when evil – if you think you're going to do evil – In our world, we're going to come at you and we're going to kill you and put an end to this, and that's how you deal. And that's a godly thing to do. Some people might be saying, oh, my gosh, killing, that's not godly. No, it's it's absolutely very godly. God dealt with evil the same way. You kill it, you put an end to it, and then you can live in peace.
2: Okay, you can breathe for a second. That was a 93-minute answer, so I will introduce you. Uh, Micah Beckwith is our guest. So you mentioned this at church the other day, and its uh, I was thinking about how what it, uh, just an incredibly terrible feeling this must be. You were actually right where a bunch of this stuff is happening uh, well, la- last year. I think you went there, and I think I remember telling you at the time, Micah, you need to be careful, and you were chuckling about that. But I mean, it really does
5: show that place is a powder keg. It is. It's. Uh, they are surrounded by enemies everywhere. The kibbutzes where we, we we're seeing right now that Hamas has gone into homes and and ravaged families and murdered children and parents. And um, I was in I was in one of those kibbutz, right like right on the border of Gaza. And you know what's sad is. They they knew they knew that this evil existed. They have bomb shelters. You have to be within ten seconds of a bomb shelter anywhere you go in these little communities. A kibbutz is just like a think of it as an HOA, like a little community of 200, 300 people. Oh,
2: do they, do they are overcharge you for not plowing your streets in a timely manner? Is, is that what they <laughs> so do Yeah, they,
5: it's you know they deal with the same crap that we're dealing with here in uh, America. Yes, absolutely. But they also deal with bombs and rockets getting getting uh, fired into their community as well. So so I think we have. pretty good in America considering, but yeah, I was, I was right there. And, you know, Nathan and I were talking about this the other day when we were on our way out here to California, they don't, they actually don't have a right to bear arms in, uh, in Israel. And I think one of the things that sets America apart and why we should be so thankful is this, this would be very hard for the same thing to happen in the United States for people just to go into full communities for terrorists to enter in and to start like killing people execution style in the street we in america if, we, if this happened in indiana there would be a militia there would be so many good god-fearing gun owners that would come out and answer the call of self-defense and but in israel they don't have that you can't it's very very hard to get a, a license to carry in israel and i think this is the problem they were they were sitting ducks in these kibbutz uh communities and it's sad
2: Mike, um, back with our guest. couple minutes left with him. Uh, of course, all these politicians are sprinting to the nearest podium. I hope they don't tear any hamstrings or uh, do damage to their knees to get there fast enough. But they're saying, we must do this for Israel and we must do that for Israel. I maintain we've done enough. What we need to do is just leave them alone and let them take care of this because it seems like Time after time after time, Republicans and Democrats get in the middle of this. They try to broker peace. You can't broker peace with these people. Israel doesn't need more money. They need to be left alone and to take care of this.
5: Yeah, I think you think Americans— Uh, can do for Israel right now is to back them up uh, politically when they go in and start killing Hamas, when they start executing these guys, these bad guys, we need to say they have a right to do that. I mean, literally, I mean, that's what they have to do. They have to go in and they have to find and execute these terrorists. And the world is going to say, Oh my gosh, Israel, you're you're terrible. Like the Palestinian people are so are being oppressed by you. No, they the the Palestinians and Hamas have started this fight. We have to def- we have to back Israel up just from a political p- perspective. We have to tell the world to back off, let them defend themselves and Israel's very capable of defending itself. They can go in and beat beat the living daylights out of Hamas, but we've got to just give them the 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 cover politically to say to the UN Knock it off, knock off the shenanigans, let Israel get in there and get the job done.
2: Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, trip out there to California. And, um, well, you know, just think of me (laughs) as your you like Pebble
5: Beach. I'm wearing I'm wearing an I love Rob Kendall shirt, standing out, looking at the ocean right now at Pebble Beach. I I have you in spirit right with me. It's gonna be a great day. So,
2: all right, uh, have a safe trip, Micah. Back with you. you're the best. Thank you. Right, thanks. Love you guys. 93 WIBC. It's the Kendall and Casey Show.
0: Good morning. 9:49. It's Kendall and Casey Aubrey. on 93 WIBC. Donald Trump taking aim at President Biden over the weekend's deadly attack by Hamas in Israel. He claimed that uh, the atrocities we are witnessing in Israel would never have happened if I were president. Uh, He's probably
2: right about that. I think Biden is an appeaser. Biden is weak. Biden is a buffoon. And Biden really doesn't care about the safety and security of this country. How How else do you explain Afghanistan? Let's go back in the time machine. If you were trying to make America a more secure place, how would you possibly, in a rational fashion, say the actions that Joe Biden took in Afghanistan mm-hmm. made America a more secure place?
0: Yeah. It would be really interesting to see if any of the serial numbers that are landing in Israel and Gaza match any of the serial numbers from the equipment in Afghanistan.
2: Yeah, I mean, just take away the the, uh, the terrible fact that all those soldiers needlessly died. I mean that's a whole horrific thing all to itself that Biden caused. You left all of this stuff behind for the terrorists to use. Billions
0: of dollars worth of equipment.
2: Also, and again for these people, it's for it's for medicine and for little kids to have a bunch of food. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. The six billion that Iran got the the high priest or whatever he calls himself these days over Mm -hmm. there has came out and said, no, we're going to use it for whatever we want. Don't take my word
0: for it. Take his word for it. That's our money.
2: And I don't care what it's going to be used for. Why would you give anything to Iran?
0: And so many people are saying, well, they haven't released that money yet. Okay. Well, they got a big fat, I O U
2: Exactly. And they Just ready. the the message Biden has sent to the uh, international terrorist incorporated is we can do whatever we want. This guy if he's awake doesn't even care and when he's not awake the people who are in charge they don't care either. I mean, this is the message that that has been sent. We are in charge now. We can do whatever we want. And this dude don't care.
0: And yesterday we mentioned the talks that were going to take place between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Well, now Saudi Arabia has put the brakes on that. And they said, we're going to wait and see how this all pans out.
2: Uh, Biden is horrific. The people uh, he he surrounds himself are horrific. And uh, Trump, Trump is right. Take a listen
4: serious. We are in very, very grave danger of having a World War III. And this will be a war. This will be a war of obliteration. This will not be a war with, I say, army tanks going back and forth shooting at each other. This is the real deal. And we have a man that uh, he he can't even walk off a stage. He walks off a stage. He finishes his speech. He looks, uh, well, he can't find... He has no idea. You know, there's always a stair there, a stair here. You could even walk off the front jump or something. Do so. He usually walks to the back into a wall. Yeah, there's a wall there. He walks right into a wall. Can't walk off the stage. Can't put two sentences together. And yet he's negotiating with President Xi of China.
2: He's, so, he's, he's right. I mean, the fact that this guy is the guy that goes into these meetings. I mean, he is a joke, and it is just unbelievable that uh, it's amazing this stuff doesn't happen more often.
0: He went on to say that Joe Biden has betrayed Israel. You know, Donald Trump, one of the only presidents to not drag us into a war while he was in office.
2: Well, again, we talked about this yesterday. You can say whatever you want about Trump during COVID and the stuff he did was horrific and terrible and awful and he deserves a lot of criticism. But one thing Donald Trump did in a very effective manner probably the most effective since Reagan, and even more effective in many ways, because Trump, from the sense of covert stuff or whatever, got us into no new wars. There weren't American soldiers coming home in body bags. There weren't, you know, the level of international terrorism was down. Certainly attacks on American-American allies was down, because people believed, whether it's true or not, Trump's nuts. These people believed he will fire the nuke. This guy is crazy, and don't test him, and there's something a little off about him. And I don't care what the reason is. The fact is, it worked. This stuff was not happening under Donald Trump.
0: Well, I mean, he's anti-war, and he's a pro-peace person. And just think back of his answer when he was asked about what was going on with Ukraine and Russia— And his answer was, I want people to stop dying.
2: Yeah. All right. Here's uh, another more of Trump. He says Biden puts America last.
4: Crooked Joe puts China first. He puts Mexico first. Ukraine first. Europe first. Asia first. Illegal aliens first. Environmental lunatics and maniacs first. These are maniacs, these people. I don't know if they really believe it or is it just something to hurt our country? But everyone else is first, but he puts America last, he puts our workers last, he puts our industries last, he puts your families last, he puts everybody last, everything that's good he puts last. It's actually reversed. I say it's a lot of times it's like April Fool's Day.
0: But according to Joe Biden, the real threat... Our MAGA supporters.
2: All right, when we come back, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has announced he's running as an independent. DeSantis banks it all in Iowa. And we finally found out, Casey, why our camera
0: isn't working. (laughs) It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.